Welcome to Quirky French Podcast, the podcast that helps you speak more confidently, feel more focused, and be more in control of your French learning journey. Prêt? C'est parti! Salut, salut! Welcome to Quirky French Podcast. My name is Naima, and today we're going to start part two of this two-part special episode, Stress Less, Learn More. I'm going to walk you through a method that you can use to gain control over your learning, become more focused and more confident. So really today we, we, we diving in and we're really talking about the technique and the method. And if you haven't listened to episode six, take a few moments to listen to that episode first, because otherwise I'm not really sure that you will gain um, and get the full benefits of today's second part. Now, before we start, I just want to introduce the idea that your thoughts are like your breathing, okay? I'll explain more later, but I already wanted to plant that seed right now. If you've completed the work in episode six, you will notice how facts, you know, your environment, circumstances outside of your control are neither good or bad, but they trigger thoughts, But those thoughts, the things that you hear in your head, generate emotions in you. And as I said previously, everything that you do or don't do is driven by your emotions, by how you feel. Now, if you want to improve your confidence and your skills in French, you don't just want to concentrate on what you do. To make, you know, really long lasting and substantial progress, you really want to be strategic about what leads to those actions. Otherwise, you'll basically just be fighting an uphill battle against your own self. So, in other words, you need to really focus on how you feel and what you think. And I'm going to show you how to do just that in today's episode. That was basically the reason why the first part of this episode was all about gaining awareness of your emotions first. If you want long-lasting progress on your confidence, you know, your discipline, your motivation... You need to start gaining awareness on how you feel first and then you can consciously start making a shift in how you think and how you feel to get the results you want. So I'm going to be sharing with you a technique that will help you feel better so that you can learn better. And I'm going to give you tips to make sure that this technique works all the time and really becomes a second nature to you. So in episode six, in the worksheet, um, you've seen how everything you experience kind of leads back to your original thought. For example, if you think, I can't understand a word of French, you'll feel overwhelmed, you may panic and you may kind of check out mentally. And the result is that your listening is not going to improve because, you, you know, you, you check out. So then you have even more reasons to tell yourself that you can't understand a word of French. That's why awareness is so important. So you need to think of a more helpful emotion. So what emotions do you think would be more helpful to feel? So take a moment to think. You might want to feel focused, confident, determined, relaxed. I mean, however you want to feel is up to you. These are just examples. But you want to start to think of how they can each serve you in a different way. So it's really about being deliberate and intentional 
when you think of a new emotion. And one way that you can start to think of emotions and how you can choose your emotions strategically and intentionally is to divide them into two groups. On one hand, you've got energy-producing emotions. Those are the kinds of emotions that help you learn effectively, they help you reach your goal. And on the other hand, the energy-depleting emotions are the kinds of emotions that hold you back, prevent you from growing, from learning effectively and reaching your goal. One emotion could be energy-producing, but it could also be energy-depleting for another task. And the best way for you to understand what I mean is to go through an example. So let's continue with the listening exercise, okay? Let's just say you're doing some intensive listening practice where you're listening to a five-minute, fast-paced, intensive audio clip. The emotion you might want to feel instead of overwhelm could be focused. It's going to help you channel all of your energy, you know, into your ears, your listening, and your brain, the way that you process your information, you're really going to to concentrate really well. It's going to be an energy-producing emotion, right? But for the exact same task, perhaps you don't want to feel relaxed, even though relaxed might sound like a good emotion. That's why I don't talk about emotions as good or bad. But just think about the energy, how it will flow in your body and how you will be using that energy for that five-minute task. Perhaps relaxed may not be the most helpful emotion because focused makes you lean in and it keeps you really highly engaged in your in your body and in your mind, in your brain, while relaxed almost has kind of like the opposite energy to the body the relaxation kind of has a low type of energy and it could cause you to miss some critical information. Let's now say you're watching a movie. It could be that feeling focused might be an energy depleting um, emotion here because you may not be able to stay 100% engaged for that long and you might burn yourself out after just a few minutes. So for that type of listening activity, you may want to feel relaxed. So can you see how this works? The first activity is like a sprint where you need explosive energy, while the second one is more like a marathon where you'll need stamina. So I'm not suggesting you should pick one emotion over another. I'm really just providing you with a couple of examples that allow you to see how your emotions can be energy-producing or energy-depleting, depending on your task and your goal. So really develop awareness, think about your emotions intentionally, how they can affect your energy and therefore your behaviour, and really whether they engage you into a task in a way that serves you. And ask yourself, how do I want to feel for this particular goal? How is this emotion going to serve me and help me reach my goal? Now, the question is, how do we change our energy depleting emotions and replace them with an energy producing emotion? So I'm going to be giving you a simple method that you can apply for this. At this stage, if you haven't done so already, just go ahead, download the workbook and that you can find on this episode's webpage, quirkyfrench.com forward slash podcast forward slash episode eight. 
because you'll be able to follow along and I'll be walking you through the workbook pages. So it will be a lot easier if you see what I'm talking about right now. Okay, so the first step, just like episode six, do a brain dump activity on page four, do a thought analysis on page five, but there's an additional question where you'll describe the sensation that you experience in your body. And this question is going to help you determine and see if the emotion that you feel in your mind is an energy producing or an energy depleting emotion. So you'll be able to see if that emotion allows you to physically um, do your best for the task that you're doing or not. And then you're going to transfer all of your answers into a diagram, the diagram page six. Now, page seven is the stage where you're going to reverse engineer all of that process. You'll start by asking yourself what results you want to create, and you're going to work your way backwards. Here's an example of what you could write. Results. I understand the majority of the audio clip and I can answer most comprehension questions correctly. Behavior, a turn of distractions, I take notes and I use visual clues to help. Sensation, a high energy that we mentioned, your brain, your ears and your eyes fully engaged. You might even lean forward a little bit, perhaps you'll even squint a little bit as you focus. Emotion, focused. Thought, I am prepared for this challenge. And you'll notice that this situation is not going to change because, in both cases, you're doing a listening activity exercise. What changes in this new diagram is what goes on inside of you what you think, what you feel, and how you act. So, if you try this exercise right now, you will see that it works, but there's an issue. The thing is, And helpful thinking patterns can be really intrusive and they come back before you even realize. Now the challenge is to train yourself to create those new thought patterns, to rewire your brain by practicing this technique consistently until it becomes second nature. And so for this exercise to really work in the long run, you need to keep the following three quirky tips in mind. One, activate your new thought as often as needed. So it really means that you need to consciously think that thought and live in that new thought. I like to display as many reminders as possible to make sure that the thought comes back to me, you know, time and time again. And this is where I was talking about thinking like breathing. You know, if you stop thinking about your thinking or if you stop thinking about your breathing, you will still breathe whether you want it or not. So you can go to a yoga class, for example, you can be paying attention to your breathing. But once the class is over, you can't spend 24 hours of your day reminding yourself to breathe that way, right? So it's the same with the thinking, you need to activate the thinking and activate that thought as often as possible. So use triggers. So triggers can be an alarm on your phone, a note on your diary, post-it notes on your desk, on your computer. You can even schedule timing for your thought work throughout the day. Just anything that will interrupt what you're doing and remind you to think that new thought. So brainstorm some ideas, implement as many triggers and as many ways as you need. Number two, initially you may struggle to move from a very unhelpful, like negative thought 
to a really beautiful, positive one. So what you need to do is train yourself with a neutral thought first. Because at least the neutral thought is going to generate an emotion that is not hindering you like the negative one. It's At least it's going to keep you neutral. So for example, again with a listening exercise, instead of telling yourself that you can't understand a word of French, now at least neutralize that initial thought. And you can tell yourself, well, I hear and I recognize some French words. You know, and instead of checking out when you listen, this new thought is going to keep you engaged in the activity, even if you're not at the stage where you're able to completely understand what you hear just yet. And that leads me to my final tip. It's important to write a thought that you genuinely believe in. It needs to be authentic and genuine. Otherwise, you're not going to generate the emotion that goes with it and it's not going to create the the outcome that you want. So your emotion needs to be genuine, therefore your thought needs to be genuine. Okay, so this is also why in episodes one and two, I think it was, I introduced the idea that if you want to become confident, you need to address the root cause of your insecurity. You really need to lean in, learn about your insecurity and experience that fear. If you just rush and if you just try to apply tips to get rid of that fear without addressing what's going on inside, you're not really going to develop real confidence and overcome that fear of speaking. So that's why at least starting with a neutral thought that you can believe in is really important. So here's a little recap for the conclusion. You're going to continue the brain dumps activities, the thought analysis activities from episode six, But now I want you to notice which emotions are energy generating ones, which ones are energy depleting. So they're not good or bad. They just have an impact on your energy and therefore your ability to complete a task more or less effectively. So just look at your emotions without any judgment. Just be curious and observant instead. Now, here's the method. You start with the brain's dump activity, followed by a thought analysis. Then you transfer everything into the diagram to see where you're at right now. And then you fill up another diagram, starting with the desired outcome, and you work your way backwards. And if you really want this to become second nature, you're going to need to practice those thoughts and feelings on purpose. And to remember the three tips I gave you, think about DNA. So make sure that the new thought is displayed as often as you can with triggers, neutralized first before you can make it more and more positive and authentic. You need to be able to genuinely believe your new thought, DNA, displayed, neutral and authentic. Now, what really makes this method so special is that everything inside of you will be aligned. You're not going to be fighting that uphill battle with yourself. So if you apply those tips, you'll be on your way to generate whatever you need for your confidence, your discipline, your learning strategies, your study routine, and so on and so forth. So homework, pick one area that you want to focus on this month, you know, over the next 30 days, fill up this workbook and do it every day. And you'll see how powerful this exercise is. I'd love to hear from you and find out how you get on. 
And, you know, if you've got any questions, I would love to be able to also give you some personal advice. So feel free to send me an email at naima at quirkyfriends.com. And that's N-A-H-E-M-A at quirkyfriends.com. Or you can just leave a comment and I'll make sure to reply and give you specific tips for whatever you're working on. Now, can I ask you a favour? If you found this episode helpful, it would mean the world to me if you could share it with other learners. This way it will help them and it will also allow me to create even better content in the future. It really is the best way to support the podcast, so I'd really appreciate it if you considered sharing it. This is it. That's it for today. I wish you a beautiful, energy-filled week and I will speak to you again next week. And as always, keep learning, keep growing and keep it quirky. À très bientôt. Salut, salut